First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. John Decker, he is the chief White House correspondent with Gray TV. And John is on the line right now. Good morning. Hey, good morning to you. Hope you're doing well today. We're, uh, we're here, John. We're here. Okay. That's, a, that's, <laughs> that's step number one for us. That is step number one, Bill. Uh, what did you think? Uh, yesterday, uh, President uh, Biden did a, a town hall, and at times it sounded like he was pleading with Americans to get the vaccine. Uh, what did you think of his performance last night? Uh, it wasn't the strongest. I, I watched uh, not only the town hall, but I'm always curious to see, you know, if my view, the way I viewed the town hall is the same as the uh, the individuals that are uh, sitting back and watching it. Mm, and, yeah. and, and it was like we were watching two different town halls. Mm-hmm. You know, first of all, I, I don't know how CNN uh, puts together the audience, but it seemed to me that, you know, you needed to have a, a voter registration card, which indicated you were a Democrat to, to mm. sit in that town yeah. hall, because he got a lot of easy <laughs> questions. Yeah. And in addition to that, it seems sometimes like he forgot that he was president and he's actually in the White House. It seemed like he thought he was running for president. Mm. Uh, and spoke about how he's the only one who's done this, or the only one who's done that. And, you know, maybe when he was running for president, he was the only one of those competing for the Democratic nomination. But he's president now. And I I was a little confused in terms of uh, the way he expressed himself in that regard. So, uh, you know, there are a lot of things that he's dealing with right now. Certainly the coronavirus uh, variant, that is a big issue, uh, obviously. Uh, but also on the legislative front, uh, he got a, a bit of a defeat yesterday. And that was, uh, I think it's a temporary defeat, you know, for his infrastructure sure. spending plan. Yeah. I think it's going to be up for a vote likely as early as Monday of next week. And I think it'll have a more favorable result uh, on Monday based upon a statement that was put out uh, by Republicans who are taking part in the negotiations associated with that bill. I, I do agree. We, we, we're getting to a point where... This is going to be damaging for everybody if if something isn't done for both Republicans and Democrats, uh, because I, I had said if, if this was a President Trump wanted an infrastructure deal and yeah. and, and uh, Pelosi and the Democrats did not want to give him that victory. And, and right. we're in the same boat now where now there's a Democrat in the office and they don't want to give Biden this because this right. is a this is a long lasting gift that will keep giving long after Biden. And I, I, I or long after Trump and neither party wanted to budge. But I almost feel like Congress is at a point where it could be damaging to them if people walk away and say these these people can't get anything done. Well, that's right. I, you know, if you ask a member of Congress, do you think that America's roads, bridges, highways, et cetera, need need repair? I think you get uh, almost uh, a universal yes from those members of Congress. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately, uh, as you mentioned, administration after administration has tried to just pass uh, an infrastructure bill. And even though you agree with the concept, you don't agree with the amount or the scope. Right. This $1.2 trillion uh, plan is something that it seems to me uh, could get the necessary support in the Senate. That's where all the action is mm. in the House. It's not a problem because you just need right. a simple majority and right. Democrats have that. But in the Senate, I think that uh, on Monday of next week, uh, you might see a, a legislative a victory uh, by uh, President Biden in the sense that there will be a procedural vote. Uh, and I think that unlike what happened yesterday, 
uh, the vote will be a positive one mm, okay. for the Biden White House, and, and that will move that bill forward. Well, it could also be a positive one for Republicans uh, who can say, listen, we, we've been able to bring it down to something more manageable and take out some of the, uh, the ridiculousness and, and focus on infrastructure here. Well, that's right. So the bill that, we'll, it, that they're contemplating uh, voting on uh, in a federal sense is infrastructure in the way that you and I, Bill, and others yeah. think of infrastructure. That is not the same as the $3.5 trillion uh, human infrastructure, as the White House calls it, human infrastructure legislation. That, I think, is going nowhere. It's too large. Uh, it's increasing the size of the federal uh, deficit, and I just don't see, A, bipartisanship on that, or B, I don't see uh, that passing even through the reconciliation process, because I just don't see certain Democrats, Joe Manchin among them, uh, in the Senate signing on uh, to yeah, doing yeah. away with the reconciliation process. Uh, and, I'm sorry, doing away with the filibuster process. Uh, he's already indicated that he, he's an, a no when it comes to that. And I just don't see the appetite for that. So the the one point five one point two trillion dollar infrastructure bill, which I said will likely be passed in a procedural sense on Monday, that may be the last big legislative victory uh, for President Biden uh, over the course of the next two years. But it's a big one if yep. he, if he achieves yeah. it. Uh, I want to ask your thoughts on uh, Pelosi's decision to block sure. uh, block a couple of members uh, in this uh, investigation into the January sixth insurrection. Uh, no, uh, what was supposed to be bipartisan probably was never going to be. Um, she makes a move uh, that Republicans have pounced on by restricting two members. Now everybody's walked away from it. Uh, on the other side, Liz Cheney coming out with some tough words for Republicans. What are your thoughts on the on the whole thing here? Yeah, well, on paper, you still have a bipartisan select committee because of Liz Cheney. Mm -hmm. She is a Republican, right. so on paper, it, it is bipartisan. But I was surprised by this move by the House Speaker, uh, in which he refused to appoint uh, Jim Jordan from Ohio and Jim Banks from Indiana. That's a privilege that she has as the Speaker, uh, certainly. Uh, I just did not think that she would invoke that privilege. Uh, because you're never, if you look at any committee in 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 Congress, whether you're talking about the House Budget Committee, mm -hmm. the House um, House Ways and Means Committee, you're ne if you're House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and you look at the Republican members of those committees, you're never going to be satisfied with every Republican on that committee. Uh, clearly, but that you know you, you you work together, you work as a committee, and so I just did not think that the fact that Jim Jordan and Jim Banks are indeed strong supporters of former President Trump should be disqualifying for them serving yeah, on this yeah. select committee. But uh, obviously, uh, House Speaker Pelosi saw it a different way. She said that uh, out of respect for the integrity of the investigation, she rejects the, the recommendations of Banks and Jordan to the select committee. And now uh, there is no there there is no bipartisanship in, in the way that I think McCarthy and Pelosi uh, envisioned it when this yeah, process yeah. began. Is it true that, uh, that, that the Speaker of the House has never used that privilege? Uh, she has never used that privilege. That is correct. And she can use that privilege, well, by I, the way. I, I, I'm, not not saying, I'm, not, committees. I'm not just saying... She can use it for any committee. Not her, but any Speaker of the House. I read yesterday that... Oh, I, oh, I see. I, I read yesterday that uh, actually it was from our Congresswoman who said no Speaker of the House has ever invoked that privilege. 
Yeah, I, 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 I think that sounds right. I, I, I wouldn't, you know, put money on it, but that does sound right. Because, like I said, uh, it is a privilege that you have, yeah, but yeah. it's rarely um, and maybe never invoked just because you have to have respect for the minority and right. the minority, uh, minority's ability to uh, sort of put together the individuals that they want to sit on various congressional committees. And again, be careful what you do while you're in power, because it might be done to well, you when you're not. that's exactly hey, right. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, midterms will be here before you know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, like you said, things uh, can, can yep. flip. And when the shoe's on the other foot, you see what being on the minority is like. Right. That's often why, why you see members... Uh, you know, retiring in such large right. numbers. Right. They hate being in the minority. So you often see, you know, members who are in the minority retiring uh, before an upcoming election because being in the minority in the House of Representatives in particular, Bill, it's not fun. Uh, you don't have yeah. any yeah. power, really, like you do in the Senate. Right. Where you do have a significant amount of power, even in it's the like minority. That. Even right. a freshman Democrat, a freshman in the minority, and the Senate has enormous power that you don't see in the House of Representatives. John, thank you. We'll do it again next week. I look forward to it. Thanks a lot, Bill. Have Have a great day. You do the same.